to penthouse. Yeah. Yes, sir. We are in the game. We are in the mix. And today, live television. Live. Well, it's not live. I mean, well, yeah. I just love the setup here because uh, we have like a, this is like a, I think an eighty-inch screen. That's right? an eighty. That's a that's obnoxious. You got all the TV. I, you know yeah. what I was doing? I was making up for the TV that I didn't watch yeah. as a kid. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because like I thoroughly told you and all of my friends, I wasn't inside watching any movies. You was you know inside, bro. I was outside. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I was watching a scientific thing the other day, and it was basically saying, you know, you get your vitamin D from outside, mm-hmm. from the sun, directly from the sun. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just on that right now. now. I, you, you know, know what, that's though? Why I'm, that's why, you that's know, why I think I didn't get sick during the pandemic, because I was always outside walking. That's what I'm saying. They were saying that you should stay inside. You should, get some you know vitamin D in you. Like, I don't know. Just my soul was telling me that that's just not, I don't care who. You, I don't, I got, like, I, I can't go for a walk. That what, you know what saying? Saying? Yeah, like, I need some sun. Like, they was making it seem like outside was just illegal. Yeah. Like, if you were out, they was basically saying, I remember they was threatening people, like, to not even go for walks at one mm-hmm. point. They closed the parks down. Why would you close the parks down? Yeah. Like, what That's what I used to love about the old place. You can social distance at the park, my guy. Like, y'all That's get, the, like. The best place to social distance. It's actually the best place to social distance. It's like, you locked it? up in a house with roommates or something. Like, we used to have, like, you might be spreading the germs. That's what I'm saying, and then on a, just on some, on some natural stuff, I'm like, come on, man! Like the sun is a yeah. I need that sun in my life. You need the sun. Like I can't like I always pick my homes based on natural sunlight. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That's something I always like to. Yes. I'm like shit. Natural, I love windows. Yeah. Ain't nothing like a window. Ain't nothing like natural sunlight. So hell, you talking about? I'm staying. I'm not doing. It. I just feel like the sun recharges me. You know, like if I don't have any, that's why. What they I, say? They say it does. I thrive in the summertime. That's why I say winter time is cool. Even though that's why I love Houston, because we got we get about like two solid weeks of winter time here. Like, do we? Two solid. I feel like, weeks. I, I feel like our winter is like just one day you wake up is cold, and then next day it might be hot. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But throughout that portion of winter time, there'll yeah. be two solid let me, strong. Let me weeks. Get, let me get in the pocket real quick. You know what I'm saying? Of winter, like other than that, it'll be off and on. It's been cold, cold the last couple of days. Oh yeah, it has been. I love it though. Well, no, I don't. I went outside and I was like, yeah, I don't think I like this. Actually, I haven't been outside today. The sun is beaming. You know what I'm saying? I need to go get some direct sunlight. I'm going to go up to the rooftop or something. I'll tell you what. Speaking of that, this is a very special episode today. Because hmm. today's episode, we're not going over a specific topic. We're going to talk about a year in review. So we're going to just Woo. talk about everything that we enjoyed this year, lessons that we learned this year, what are the biggest things that we learned this year. Yeah. And hopefully by imparting this wisdom, you could take this information and then be like, hey, this is something I can apply to my life. And look back on your year and say, this is how I'm going to crush it in 2021. Because so, 2021 is a very important year. Yeah. This is the rebirth. This is the beginning. This yeah. is the the, 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 the the start of it all. This is your opportunity, if you started something, to restart it. This yeah. is your restart. This is like everybody, you asked for a restart. I remember sometimes people was asking for a restart. You got it. Can we can we just restart this thing over with? And yes. Somebody hit happened. the reset button. Somebody just hit it. For you. It's just for you, though. You know what I'm saying? That's why I love it. I know a lot of people had negative reviews on the pandemic, but it was the best experience. Yeah, negative in my life. reviews. Like it's a place you can go. Like it's a place you can go. Didn't like this. <laughs> Didn't really fuck with a lot of the subject matter. Yeah, a lot of things were happening within this. Definitely one stars oh, for me. Shit. But yeah, um, I think though this has been a crazy year for us. I think this might have been the craziest year ever shit. as far as the ups and downs. I mean, a lot happened this year. From the COVID to the whole situation that happened with um 
our living situation, our previous living situation. You said it was off. I said it was off. Yeah, you I said it was off. And even shit like this. <laughs> even crazy shit like this, like like his phone going off. But um, but the whole thing is like I think this year to me has been a year of a lot of lessons. And I think every year I usually do a year in review on my own channel. Mm-hmm. But I think I want to put some of those lessons that I learned in this year in review and just chop it up with you about some of the things you learned. Yeah, just because um, you know I'm a firm believer in the lesson learned is a lesson shared. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? That's what this is all about. You know where I'm going? Yeah. And I think to start this off this year in review, I want to look back on, I think the biggest lesson I learned as far as um being being emotionally stable. And yeah. what I mean by that is being able to express yourself honestly and put your emotions out there honestly. Yeah. One of the biggest yeah. things about living in that house. Hell yeah. Is, fuck what happened. The what house happened? was so important. That's what I'm saying. What happened happened. But even still within that situation, I learned so many life lessons about how you're supposed to communicate. And that's why I enjoy my time there so much because I think a lot of people are very dishonest in their communication mm-hmm. and they don't want to admit it. Yeah. Great book I read on this was Radical Honesty. Another one is Mo One. These are some great books I read about just being very upfront and honest about what you say to people. Yes. And I think that's what we mastered in that house. Yeah. Even when shit was uncomfortable, we would always be up, straightforward, and honest with each other. Everybody was forced to. And it was, and what that did was it strengthened communication in the relationship between each party. You know what I'm saying? No matter what um, the entity is, each party in the relationship has to, you know what I'm saying, communicate properly or else. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's like everything will suffer. So it's like uh, if you feel in a certain type of way, what shit that house taught me as well was to just voice my, my voice how I truly felt in that moment. And then what it also taught me was that the quicker you get it out, the better it was. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It was almost like amongst us men, uh, when one would do that instantly, we would respect it a little bit more. Yeah. Like, like you could see it in the eye contact. I think, I think you know what I'm saying? I think the biggest thing, like, is learning to control your emotions. And what I mean by that, I was telling somebody this the other day. Really, a lot of times you know what to do in a certain situation. Yeah. So, for example, somebody does something to maybe disrespect you or you feel a certain way about something, maybe I did. Yeah. You know you should say something. Like in your mind, you like, I should say something, but your emotions take over and say shit to your shit to you like, nah, I need to be nice. I don't want to be rude. I'm trying to make things work, or whatever it is. But going back to that that book, Disease to Please, be real. Don't try to be nice. Yeah. Because the moment you try to be nice instead of being real, that's when you get yourself in trouble. And people think nice and being nice and uh being genuine is like they 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 mix it up, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like being genuine is one thing. Being nice is like you're 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 trying to, like, no, nah, I don't want to uh, being a being Mr. Nice Guy is what I'm trying to yeah. say because people, I, well, I guess I'm compromising that as well. I, I, I gave this example. Yeah. For example, let's say you called me, and you you had a flat tire. Yeah. I'm gonna come help you. Yeah, that's nice. That's nice. That's nice. I'm being exactly. nice, right? But at the same time. I'm not about to compromise what I'm doing in my life just for every favor that everybody else wants. Exactly. So basically, if you don't feel like doing certain stuff, maybe you don't feel like going out. If you like, oh, come come out with me tonight. Mm-hmm. Like, no, you're like, man, just come out. Just come out. If I compromise how I feel just to make you feel good, then I'm not being real. Because you're not going to give a fuck either way if I do or don't. You exactly. Just, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing. And that, that trickles into relationships too. Uh, a lot of men are too nice. And it's an epidemic of people being too nice. So I think that's one of the biggest things I learned is that 
if we learn to control those emotions, because it's another point that ties right into that. It was like a chain of these type of things this year. Because all the years prior, I learned a lot of, I would say, skills, mm-hmm. like system building. I learned mm-hmm. like marketing. I, yeah. Like those are the big things. Oh, yeah, a lot of money making skills yeah. this year were passed uh, through the, uh, through the, through the, through the through yeah. both ears, you know what I'm saying, and, and captured in the cerebellum. But I'm more so like, I, I guess too, I, I can piggyback off of that. Like I, I, I learned, I learned a lot of uh, skills and money making skills. I, I learned a lot uh, this well, last think, year, but that's just one point. I think two. this year for me was a lot of emotional growth. Like yeah, a lot of yeah. growth as me as a man, to mm-hmm. be honest with you. Because like I said, um, one of the big things I learned was, and I, I've been talking about this is, your emotions are what stop everything from moving forward. Going back to that E word. And the reason I realized this, somebody was asking me, you know, what stops people from executing? And I really had a long sit down to think about it. Because I would look at certain situations as us working as a team at the house. And I was like, what's stopping us from just executing shit? And it was because us letting our get our, get our emotions involved. Mm-hmm. Like it's fear. For example, if you know you need to make a cold call, I remember one time you said it. You said, man, I can't make cold calls. I remember that shit. Mm-hmm. But then I remember you just saying, fuck it, I'm going to do it. And then when you start doing it, it became like your favorite thing to do. You was Hell making yeah. cold calls every day. You're getting them green sheets. It and was they fun. Cold I'll wake up getting them sheets. It was like, I'm about to get in them sheets real but quick. I'm a freak in them and sheets. And we were setting up meetings. Exactly. We were setting Clothes up meetings. deals, everything from the green sheets. So just to, get, just to get in the habit too. Like it was something that needed to be done. It's like one of those things when you like this year taught me that too. It taught me a lot about myself. It's like one thing I know about myself, just me being the age that I am. I'm 26, right? So for me, it's like I'm still learning a lot about myself. But I know that if I'm scared to do something, it's about that. That normally means that I should just fucking do yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? And at this point, I kind of, kind of get that now. And like every time that I do take a risk and go out and do it, it's like if if you just have faith, you'll just realize that every time it just falls perfectly in your hands. You know what I'm saying? You just let that fear get in the way of a lot of different stuff. Yeah. That fear, man, I'm telling you, the fear of the unknown is real. Yeah. That's why I say I think the biggest thing is when they talk about EQ, and this was something I didn't really understand when I first heard it, but now as I've gone deeper, I understand that they say EQ is a higher indicator of success than IQ. Fair enough. So your emotional intelligence is a higher indicator. And the reason is, is because can you put your emotions in the proper place? A lot of our emotions, I realize, are overreaction. And think about that, too, though, what you're saying. Because it's like, if you are a person who cannot control your emotions, you are like a wild animal. Yeah, that's the truth. It's the truth. Yeah. Like, at the core, we all are animals. If you could hear what people were thinking, none of us would fuck with each other. I yeah. want you to slowly <laughs> think about what I just said. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. At the core, we all are animals. So what I'm saying is, it's like, come on now. Yeah. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? The only thing to make us civilized because we can control that shit. Exactly. And that's really what it comes down to with execution. Like everybody knows what to do. You can figure out what to do. People come to me about business information. I can teach you business information pretty quickly. Yeah. I can teach you how to set up a funnel. I can teach you how to build a business. I can teach you how to structure it. I can teach you all those things. But what's gonna get in the way is your emotions. Exactly. And on a low level, it's simple, like criticism and stuff like that. But I feel like another big one that I've become acquainted with is risk tolerance. Hmm. This is a huge one. Oh, yeah. Because your fear of risk is going to determine what you get to what to, what you get to experience in life. What you what your reward is. Because it's like if you can't. Like, I remember I remember my uncle, my uncle back in the day, he was a pimp. Right. And he told me, he said that you can't never get a woman you ain't willing to lose. He said a little harsher than that, but I'm going to keep it cool. What's name? Fair enough. But he said you can't never get a girl you ain't willing to lose. And I found the same thing to be true in business. You can't get in any situation that you're scared to lose. If you're scared to lose money, 
you can't make money. Yeah. And that's just the truth. And I feel like that's why so many people, when they think about becoming successful, I realized that I took some risks this year. Yeah. I took some big risks this year, but it elevated the shit out of my life. Hell yeah. Like and I'm the living, experiences. And and the- even with the COVID shit happening. Yeah. Like it still elevated my life. And I think that's a big thing is just emotional control has been probably one of the cornerstone lessons I learned this year. Yeah. Just learning to control them. Just, control them. Yeah, just being there. I'm telling you, I said it. Like, if you let your emotions spiral out of control, you become a damn near a wild animal because you got to think about it. So you could be having a normal moment and somebody can come alter your emotions and make you it's just... Like, it's like, you see, you ever <laughs> seen somebody like tire get flat or something? Yeah. And, and then they like, just go, oh, oh, oh. Like, they be like... Yeah, like, whoa, you was just... And the thing is, in situations like that, to understand, <laughs> to control your emotions, those are the times where you understand, you become aware. Because you know, the first step of anything is awareness. Like, yeah. you, even anybody, anybody listening to this podcast that have made it this far, you are a specific type of person. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You are becoming aware of the uh, of the things that you want to understand. You know what I'm saying? You becoming aware of like yo yo your actions. You becoming aware of things. So that's like the first step. You know what I'm saying? you becoming aware that your emotions are spiraled out of the fucking control. Exactly. You get what I'm saying? So now it's like, okay, in those moments, how you work on it, you know what I'm saying? Just to give some some people some some practical things that they can just like do right now. You know what I'm saying? When you, when you become aware, you're like, okay, I do be tripping sometimes. That's you becoming aware, right? After you become aware, then now it's up to you, solely up to you to just, you know what I'm saying, construct that and work at it. So it's like, okay, here comes a situation where your emotions could normally get out of control. But yeah. this time, because you have become aware, you know what I'm saying? You just slowly... I just remember being irrational as fuck. Yeah, like you had to, you got to do this. This is what people say when they work on themselves. Like this mm-hmm. is like grinding your old habits out of your your brain. Because normally when somebody step on your shoes, you would act ass. But now this yeah. time, you you became aware that you didn't got yourself in multiple they situations. Just they just shoes, you know what I'm saying? Now you apologizing to other people for somebody stepping on your shoes. You. And it's like, it don't make sense, but at the same time, you just want peace. You Man, ain't got nothing. Josh yet. had me laughing the other day. Yeah. Because it just made me think about what you say in irrational emotions. Because mm-hmm. I remember, you know, people used to mug each other. Which, yeah. I don't know if that's just a Southern thing, but that's just looking somebody directly in the eye. Yeah, and then so just me like... mugging is what they call it. I don't so, even know how to do that shit. So basically, he was. I was telling him, I said, man, you know what's crazy about going to the hood when you ain't on that shit no more? Yeah. He said, you'll go place and see somebody trying to catch a mug. You know what catch a mug is? Yeah. Like, say you at the gas station. You just chilling. Somebody look in your car. They trying to get you to like mug them back or whatever. We like, it's trying to, you trying to catch a mug? So Josh say, man, I'm in Pearland. Pearland, you don't know, that's a nice area. Very So he had the gas nice station. Area. Dude walk up. He say, I, I thought surely a nigga ain't trying to catch a mug up here. <laughs> in Pearland. Yeah, the, he said, bro, is he trying to catch a mug? <laughs> so I just thought about that shit. Just some irrational shit, though. Like, yeah. why are you going around doing shit like that? Yeah. That's like, can you, can, can you, for the sanity of people at the gas station, bro, control yeah, your emotions? What are you doing? Thing? He said he was over there with a bike, too. I'm like, how you, why are you even driving a bike over here? That's, That's what I'm saying. Like so, like, with, 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 with this year, you basically saying, like, you got a chance to, like, really hound in on that area of your life? Like, as far as, like, the emotional control? Yeah, I part. think, I think, because, okay, so this year we had COVID. Yeah. And for me as a business person, COVID would wreak havoc on my emotions. Yeah. Because you go from a situation where, you know, business is going well, you feel like everything's going up, then all of a sudden, just this fucking dramatic event hits. And now nobody's doing business, nobody's spending money, 
And then as an online business, at least we had that, the courses and stuff like that. But a big portion of our business suffered. And just so many times this happened. Like so many times that something, we lost something or something got messed over or something outside of our control came in. And you realize that in these moments, you have these drastic emotional swings, almost to depression sometimes. And I realized though, when I learned to control my emotions, you realize one simple thing about all this shit. It's all you can do is what you can do. Mm-hmm. It's like, as simple as it sounds, that's what I realized about my emotions. When my emotions, when starting to get the best of me, it's like, oh, this is fucked up. How you going to do this? How you going to do this? I just always remember to myself that all I can do is try. Like, I know everything that I'm capable of doing. Just try to do it. And what you'll realize is once you just try. You usually do. You usually do. Yeah. I mean, I had but the hardest part is getting a motherfucker to just just try it. Yeah, just clear your fear. You get what I'm saying? Like, clear all of that out. Just try this one more time. Just try. I mean, not even one more time. Just try it one time. You get what I'm saying? Just try it one time. I know yeah. you said. I know you know you watch a lot of scary movies. You probably shouldn't. You know what I'm saying? Do this or that. But just try it. Maybe yeah. it, like you know what I'm saying? Who knows? Man, most of the time, like it's just overthinking to me. Oh, yeah. I remember outsourcing. As funny as it sounds, anybody who's at a level who's already got to the point where they build an enterprise. Mm-hmm. I'm building an enterprise. I'm building an enterprise. I'm building an enterprise. I had trouble delegating work to other people, wanting to do all the work. Hmm. And I'm going to go back to it again. I'm going to show you how really everything that was holding me back was all tied to emotions. Delegating is not a difficult thing to do. Nah. Especially the way the world is now. We had a whole episode on outsourcing that you should definitely watch if you haven't watched it yet. But what held me back in that area was me emotionally being connected to the work, feeling like I don't want to let it go and nobody could do it better than me. Mm-hmm. That's the craziest shit ever. When what you understand once you get to a certain level, especially if you're building an enterprise, that they're going to be able to do the work more, better than you off one thing alone. You're paying somebody to completely focus on that one thing. Mm-hmm. How could I run 20 ad accounts? It's not possible. It's impossible. But if I got people, then those people can run those ad accounts. But not wanting to delegate was stopping me from becoming a bigger businessman. It was my emotions. It mm-hmm. wasn't knowing how to do it. I know how to do it. Mm-hmm. I knew how to do it for a long time. But my emotions were like, nah, I got to do this one because they, not, they probably not going to be able to do, do it. Do it like and, this. And everything I thought in my mind was a lot easier when I actually start trying to do it. I was like, oh, it was easy to get this. It was easy to have this happen. That's why, that's why sometimes I say, you know, I'd be joking around. And sometimes I say, you know, too much information is it could, could, horrible. Could, 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 could just slam you because sometimes way, you know that's you, good that you didn't have that much information i know because sometimes the fear of the, like if you just if you just have faith and go in the wild you'll get led to the right direction but most people don't have that much faith mm-hmm. especially like out the gates like you got had to have been through some shit for you to have faith so if you come out the gates with faith you just got like a little cheat code that's why i feel like risk is a young man's game yeah simply because you usually just so so i'm not ignorant is the word but you don't know anything, so you, go. so you don't know what the fuck you should be scared of. Like a kid. A kid touches a hot stove because they have no idea what, what a hot stove is, so they don't know they should be scared of. So I think that's kind of like when I started in business, if I, going from now, it would be a lot harder for me to do what I did. Yeah. But at the time when I was young, I'm like, I'm young, I'm dropping out this shit, fuck this, I'm going out into the world, make this shit happen. Mm-hmm. But knowing what I know now, it'd be definitely a lot more difficult for me to do it. Exactly. Still wouldn't have done it any other way, but I just think, it would have been a lot more difficult for me to just take that risk. Yeah, yeah. Because I would have known too much. Yeah. And that's what happens to most people when it comes to business. Yeah. 
everybody talking, I'm going to start this, I'm going to start this. But the more you sit on it, the more you think about it, the more that is probably not going to happen because your mind just starts, no, nah, you shouldn't do it because it is. And then you don't really have that much money. And then, you know, everybody said you could fail. And then there's probably other people doing this. And what, what about you probably special? You probably don't have, like, it's just all this shit's going to feel But I think the best thing to do, I found, is before your emotions can take over, is take an action where you can't go back. Yeah. Like, it's something. Yeah. Like, if you're trying to start a business, go incorporate that motherfucker instantly. Yeah. So it's like, you got the paper and you need to spend some money on it. So now it's so like, now I, you I, can't, I need to really do something. You can't play with it. You got, you invested your money into it. That's why I say the most passionate thing you can do is, is invest some money into something. That's how you know somebody's passionate. You put some money into it then. You're doing all that talking. What am I? You heard that uh, example where a guy was talking about why he charged so much for his courses. So he had a course Who? that, I think it was Russell Brunson, yeah. his book. He was talking about he had a course that I think it was a mastermind group that cost $50,000 a year to be in. Yeah. And everybody was probably saying, 50, the fuck that, right? He said, everybody who was in his, in his uh, six-figure or whatever his $50,000 a year mastermind group, I believe is what he said, made, was a millionaire, became a millionaire by the information they got in that group. He said, but he, he gave it to some of his friends and family. Same seminar, same information. Not one of them made any money off of it. Yeah. Because they didn't value it. Exactly. They didn't invest in it. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest thing with everything. If you invest in something, like we talk about with buying products, if you can't invest the amount of money into yourself, you're never going to be successful. Yeah. Meanwhile, the person who may not know as much, but they're willing to invest, they typically find the opportunities because a lot of the best knowledge is behind payment. Oh, yeah. Behind, is, is yeah, what it is. behind the gateways is back there. Because the person has sit down specifically to give you some information. Exactly. And it's like all of the fruitful information. It's like going to skip you past pretty much everything. You know what I'm saying? So I guess shit, I would say like one of the things that I learned this year, um, one of the major things that I learned this year was just uh, um, really organization. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like for me, because like just being... Um, more so on the schedule, you know what I'm saying? Like I uh, always had a lot of things going on, like even when I was a child, you know what I'm saying? It, it, like football practice, school, like it was like one of those lifestyles forever, really. And then as I detached from my parents, it was like nobody was scheduling that type of stuff for me. Like food wasn't scheduled, you know, yeah. all that type of stuff. Yeah. So Ooh. yeah, definitely. You go to college and then you just venture off and you figure that out. But I, wish food I would say like, huh? I wish food was still scheduled. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to get that solved though. I'm about to just hire me a chef, y'all. I ain't there we go. I I need me a chef um that can come through and just and, and just cook. And then like really clean too. That's not a chef though. See, somebody's gonna say somebody gonna say, you talking about a wife? You did say you down to get married. Or did you say you not done? I don't know. I I'll do whatever I need to do. Yeah. Hope y'all understand that. But yeah, my uh one of the things that um You think a wife can help you get organized? Yes. Okay. Oh hell yeah! If that's what we doing, she like, should or I mean, well, I'm like I, I, my ideal wife. Would, I would, I would <laughs> that's know. a good saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Under five. Oh, I, 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 I thought you was pointing at me. <laughs> oh no, 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 no. But look, so I would say, um, just to be, just to be honest, like another thing too, just like this year for me, just th this year for me, honestly, bro, it was just it was it, it was a it was a blessing because it taught me patience and it taught me like organization for sure. It taught me, um, it taught me all, it, man, just in, in all, overall, this year was so necessary because it, like I said at the beginning, it was a restart for everybody. It was like, all right, you got these entities going. Now, what else can you create? What else yeah. can we do? What else can we 
add on to these things to enhance them. Like what other, it just forced you to elevate, you know what I'm saying? And that's one thing. Uh, so, what, I, so what was some of like the, the steps you took to get more organized? Like, what do you think some of the big things Google you did calendar, just the calendar in general. Like just putting, if it's not on the calendar, it's not a thing, you know what I'm saying? And that's just, I'm even on it to this day. Like right now, you know, of course you fall in, you fall out, but for the most part, everything is literally on the calendar. You know what I'm saying? And it just helps you get through the day smoother. So like that, doing that, and then just actually following up with the things that you say you're gonna do. You know what I'm saying? Like if you, at the beginning of the week, like another thing, like I, I give each week a theme, you know what I'm saying? Then I try to give a bunch of tasks throughout the week. And then as the week goes, I just try to check them that's out. That's a good, that's a good, that's a good strategy. You know what I'm saying? Even with fitness, I give myself, I play these little mind games on myself. You know what I'm saying? So at the beginning of the week, I tell myself, all right, it's Monday, I need a 10. You know what I'm saying? Or to get a 10, you get points for stuff that you do. So if you eat good food, you get a point. You know what I'm saying? If you work out two times a day, that's, you know what I'm saying? That's a point. That's another point. So if, you, if I get 10 points at the end of the day, I mean, at the end of the week, excuse me, then I had a great week. You know what I'm saying? But if I get eight points, I know I had a semi-good week. And I just pointed out. So that's another little mind game I play um, that just came from, uh, I would say, the last two years. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But mixing it in this year, I, it was very effective. You know what I'm saying? Kept me in shape. And, I mean, you know, just being organized and disciplined, all of that. Like, this year, man, this year I can go on and on about the lessons that I learned, even like you say, skills, money-making skills, just understanding things, like getting into the, like understanding marketing, understanding like web development, just understanding it is all you need. You mm -hmm. get what I'm saying? Having a deeper understanding of a lot of different things. Like even like you talk about money-making skills, like bro, never, nobody, we can never be broke again. You get what I'm saying? You talk about NBA Young, well, I love him. You know what I'm saying? I, I love the message, never broke again. You know what I'm saying? Because after a while, you get to a point where you have specific knowledge where it's like, yo, if anything, you can just do this. You know what I'm saying? Or if anything, I could just like, and you don't want to keep that mind frame. Of course, like once you lock something in and it gets to going, then you naturally are going to be like, okay, what the fuck else can we do? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, this is rolling and it's rolling good. That's created. It's doing good. All we need to do is continue watering that yeah. and watch it grow. You know what I'm saying? But now what else can we do? And that's just like, the the mind frame twenty uh twenty twenty put me in yeah twenty twenty I, I think I want to say twenty nineteen but I'm tripping I think on top of that right just piggybacking on the idea of being organized mm -hmm. I would say setting strong boundaries was another lesson for me this year yeah I think the biggest thing that stops you from hitting those targets and those objectives is because you don't set strong boundaries one of the things I realized was how much time I waste during the day by letting people impose their time on me. And this is not, this is not like you would think. This is not somebody literally forcing anything on you, but it's just stuff that you might enjoy doing. Like you got somebody that you like talking to on the phone, they call you, you talk to them for a little bit. This could be a close friend, anything. They're not literally calling to try to fuck your time off, but you got to be able to be like, okay, I'm just not going to answer the phone during this time, or I'm going to spend this time doing this. When I found that when I'm able to do that, I'm able to actually accomplish a lot more, whether it's business-wise, whether it's work-wise, because... I think of it more. I've done it sometimes. I fluctuated, but I feel like I got to a point where where we're at as a business now, it has become necessary. And what I mean by that is when I work, I work. When I play, I play. And I and I hold that mindset because you need both balances. They talk about that in Eight Pillars of Prosperity. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Um, eight Pillars of Prosperity. You got to find that perfect that. balance in there. Well, you got to have, because in Eight Pillars of Prosperity, they literally say people don't understand the relationship between work and recreation. 
They were like, recreation is necessary to work harder. Because exactly. when you got good recreation, you're going to work harder. That's why gonna... people don't understand. I'm not being an asshole if I don't want to come somewhere Monday through Thursday. Because I, I'm <laughs> professionally yeah. uh, in, in, in the entertainment industry. You know what I'm saying? On the yeah. weekends. So it's like, I'm going to be, I'm going to go get paid on Thursday through Friday, yeah. Wednesday through Friday. I mean, then you being through a, Then you being a you professional... During the week? Then during the week. So yeah. it's like, I have to, like, that's recreation. I understand what that is. I don't neglect it. I used to neglect, I used to neglect emceeing a while back. Like, yeah. man, you know what I'm saying? But now nah, that shit is very important. Yeah. Very, because very, I think, I think that's the biggest thing. Like, the boundaries that you set on everything. The boundaries you set with people. Like, mm -hmm. how you value your time. That's a big thing I realized that you feel like, you may feel like you value your time. I know a lot of people, my time is valuable. My time is valuable. But the real thing is, if you're saying your time is valuable, a lot of times it's not. Yeah. The people whose time is the most valuable, they just show that. They just show that. Like you said, the calendar thing, that's a strong boundary. Like, this is when we're doing this because my time is valuable. I can't just meet you at any time. Yeah, like, people could try to call me randomly, no answer. That's a boundary. Because the thing is, if I start answering randomly, it throws my whole schedule off, and I'm not able to perform at the level I need. And I feel like this is just a big thing that I've seen so many people fall off on is not setting these strong boundaries. When I look at myself, I won't waste time with people who are time thieves. It's like in this book called The Time War, they call it, they call it time thieves. They just snatch your time. Yeah, you can, this could even go for relationships too. That, that's where I was going next. Yeah. Like a lot of people will be going out 60 dates and shit like this. Fuck that. And it's like, you're not- That shit's so stupid. But you're not progressing that shit nowhere. And you're just wasting time doing this over and over and over again. And there's a lot of women out there who are willing to take up that time. Yeah, for some, sure. I some, heard some of them. I, I mean, some don't bullshit, but, you know, we know girls save some dudes and they phone is food and shit like that. Like, <laughs> it's all out there. But what I'm saying, even with food. that. Even with that. I food. The question is, what type of boundary are you going to set? You can't control what a woman thinks about. You can't control what she does. You can't control what nobody thinks about. You can't control what they do. Hmm. All you can do is control your actions. If a motherfucker wants to waste your time, at any time, you can be like, you know what? I'm good. I ain't trying to waste time like that. You can be direct about as far as what you want in the relationship with people. And that, that saves everybody time. Oh, man. All you really need to do is save. If you can save, if you can save some time, mm -hmm. oh, man, pay the difference. Whatever. But think man. about it. That's what I'm saying, right? Let's say Saturday night. Yeah. You don't got no work to do, but this is your recreation time. Exactly. And somebody calls you up to waste your time doing some shit they want to do. Exactly. To me, that's still not valuing your, valuing your time. Because you may think it's not the same because you're doing recreation, but I value my recreation a lot. Exactly. I'm going to spend it is important to me. Hell because yeah. I, I was just thinking about some shit the other day. The way my mind works, man, there's so much shit I be wanting to do. Like, I love to play chess. I like playing video games. I like going out. I like having fun. I like hanging with my friends. And I start realizing, damn, you really don't have that much time to do everything. Now, as we get better and better like we get more and more free time but what i'm saying is you really don't have that much time to do everything so when somebody wastes your time i always think about it. if i go waste my time with this person over here what is that taking away that i'm not going to be able to do now and that's kind of kind of how i look at it great friends i don't never feel like that's a waste of time mm -mm. hanging with friends that are solid we laugh we joke we have fun that's never a waste of time we're talking about doing some business. That's something else that doesn't waste time. All those things are things that I look at, right? Other thing is anything that's pushed me towards my purpose. That's how I respect my time. But anybody who wants to come in and waste my time, try to bullshit me, 
all that shit. I don't have I don't have time for that. And I right. won't even play those games with people. I just won't even do it. Yeah. If you try to waste my time, I'm gonna say something very direct to you. And then if you bullshit, that's it. Yeah. Like conversation done. I'm not gonna be an asshole when I see you next time. I'm just gonna speak to you. And I'm gonna know that you are a person who tries to waste time. But 2020 taught, not taught, emphasized all of this like new behavior out of a lot of us. We're not the only people who elevated during the pandemic. I'm pretty oh, sure. Yeah, I know sure. a lot of people went in. One thing I loved about the in the house scene, because it was like, yo, what it taught me was like, it, it like it gave us all time to refocus. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. hey, what do you really focus on? What do you really want to do? You know what I'm saying? Like being in the house was a well, it was it had it had its ups, it had its downs. You know yeah. what I'm saying? On the, on the, on the, on the health spectrum or whatever. But at the same time, it was like, yo, 2020, a lesson, yeah. issuing year. If it wasn't a lesson, I mean, I'm telling you, like even with all of the um the celebrities that passed away this year, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like. Um, like Kobe this year. We watched Kobe, we, the Black Panther, um, um, recently Debo, Debo yeah. you know what I'm saying? I mean, uh, so many more people in between. And, uh, it just, in just to piggyback off of what you was talking about with time, it's like, yo, you don't have that, like, time is really all you have, you know what I'm saying? It's like... The most expensive it, currency. It's most, is is literally... Bill honest, Gates can't get it back. You know Bill what I'm Buffett saying? can't get it back. It's an illusion, of course, but it's, it's literally like, come on, we can't waste it. You get what I'm saying? It's like every second has to be calculated, even recreation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like even recreation. And if you recreate when you, it's, it's just like fitness. You just got to have balance. If you ate too much Monday, you know, Tuesday, yeah, you got to go harder. Yeah. And if you don't, then you're suffering. So if you're saying if I work my ass off all week, 20 hour days, that means I need to be going ham on the week. Friday, that means Friday and Saturday, your store needs to be looking like mine's on Instagram. <laughs> Friday and Saturday, that means you need to be as up as you possibly can Aggressive. be. You need to your be. You need your shit. Yo, yo people, people should look at your shit and say, man, his shit aggressive. Yeah, he been working. He been working. Oh, 20 he, hours. He needed that. Yeah, he needed that. <laughs> that, that like, you got to go back and do it again next week? Come on, man. Yeah, you exactly. need recreation. You a tip over. You know yeah, what I'm exactly. saying? Like, you know, you, you can't just differential and tip the fuck over. <laughs> but you're too much recreation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's all about the balance. You know what I'm saying? Everything should be in the middle. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what this year taught me too as well. It's like, the emo as far as emotions, like, you shouldn't, you shouldn't, you shouldn't hate, I mean, it, you shouldn't hate anything too much. You shouldn't love anything too much. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like. Call it the middle way. It's, it's, it's just, it's just, you gotta just, I don't know. I hope you can feel my energy when I'm talking about it. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like anytime I hear somebody too much for something or too much against something, I just get stale, yeah. like a little hot Cheeto, like a little dry ass hot chip. Just yeah, they that and you know it's people. <laughs> he said dry. Them dry used to taste ass so then when you, they then when you say, pop it, it sounds like a little. But they used to taste so bad. It's like biting in the styrofoam. That's that's what I could. <laughs> Yeah, it's like styrofoam. Yeah, it's Especially like if you let the puffy Cheetos get soft, like get yeah cardboardy, like it tastes like. Styrofoam. Oh, I'm saying, as soon as somebody gets, as soon as somebody gets to doing that, I'm like, yeah. okay. It's like a they call it um. You're not. I a love y'all. I love y'all. You're a strenuous upholder of an ideal. That's what I heard. That's what I heard it called. Yeah, I, I mean, it's just it's just important, man. I, uh, and we and we being drastic, of course, we being uh, aggressive with y'all, but that's just the truth. It's like. In order, in like this year for emotionally was like an important year. Yeah. It was like it, it, it I mean, just 
was like one of the greatest years emotionally because even spiritually. That's what I feel like. It's all tied into almost like the same themes this year. Yeah. Like they're all different themes, but the execution of those things always comes back to the emotional aspect. Yeah. Because even when you're talking about the spiritual growth, just learning to trust that more. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Spiritual growth, um, just in, it just quickly, is just having faith. Like, honestly, it's like it, at the core of it. It's like, do you really believe in um, what, you, what, what, what you're thinking about in your head? Like, cause, because when you become a spiritual individual, like what this year taught me, it's like being 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 spiritual is just having a bunch of faith in what you talk what you're thinking about in your head. Mm -hmm. Because at this point you worked on yourself enough to convince yourself mm -hmm. that you know what I'm saying, that you have faith in a higher power, you have faith in all of this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And basically, now it's time to demonstrate if you really truly believe it or not. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you do it through your emotions. You you control them. You I mean, that's you, just the big thing though. Exactly. Faith, like you got faith in something, you take action. I've said that so long. Like, how much action? And I think I've had to demonstrate the most faith this year. But I've also believed because I've done so, my life has gone up the most this year. Exactly. And, and I've gotten situations where I didn't feel like I'd be able to get out of them, but at the last moment, something will come through. And that's kind of been the theme that's been actually playing out for like the last three years. Just learning to to know that's that I could do it. Mm -hmm. Like I tell people this honestly. And this is like something else I learned this year about self-trust, having faith, like you said. Ever since I moved out of my mom's house, I always had that lingering feeling in the back of my head, like, I'm not going to be able to get this shit done. Mm -hmm. It's like every time the challenge became greater and greater and greater, I found out who I was each time. It's like I always discover who I am, but so many people are scared to put themselves in the challenges so they can reveal who they are. Exactly. They, of, if you're watching this, you're probably not who you are yet. You may be like, I know who I, I'm saying. If you haven't been through any hardships and struggles, you don't know who you are. Yeah. It's the same reason they talk about you got to go through stuff with friends in order to know who they are. At this point, I feel like me and you didn't went through so much. I know exactly who you are. Oh, yeah. What I'm going to do. And, and, and you got your pressure hits. I just know. Financially, financial pressure hit, you know, clear examples. You know exactly. what I'm saying? It's like anything, anything, exactly. anything. And that's what it takes. That's why. People be wanting to jump into relationships, like uh, women and men want to jump into relationships a lot. This year taught me like that shit is dead. You cannot do that. Not jumping that. Them. You can't jump. You gotta. You we gotta get some FaceTime. We gotta get some emotional time. We gotta yeah. get to like I don't care like because that like like it's just it, it, I know it sounds weird, but people do it all the time. Like just jump straight into it. You know what I'm saying? But. You don't really know what you're getting yourself I mean, into. Was it you that said this, that you almost need to have like a license to be in a relationship? I believe so. Like the way they make it seem, I mean, the way that like you need a license to drive, you need a license to be in a relationship. Cause I feel like a lot some of people times- people shouldn't be qualified. Man, it's the truth because I feel like a lot of times, and this is just from, I was thinking about this. I was telling somebody about this. Dating is a luxury. It is a luxury, but I say also to have a healthy relationship. Cause you know, it's the biggest <laughs> thing. This somebody just got so mad at me. <laughs> you be alright, man. I got a relationship. Me and my girl in there. I'ma stop. But um, <laughs> I think though the biggest thing I've learned with that is that I realize I've done a lot of work on myself internally, and I'm not saying I'm perfect. Yeah. But the big thing this year for everybody has been toxic, toxic. This person toxic. You toxic. Everybody's toxic right now. And I think to myself, a lot of people are toxic, and it's only because they haven't worked on themselves. Yeah. 
So if you a person who, like you talking about all this emotional growth, like in the past since I've known you, when well, the past four to five years, mm -hmm. I've seen you growing emotionally. I know how much I've grown emotionally, like learning to deal with problems, learning to listen to other people's perspective, learning not to always feel like I know, like just all these things I've learned to become a better human being to interact with. Mm -hmm. while still keeping my boundaries, while still going in my direction, but also understanding how to respect other people's boundaries and respect that they going somewhere in life that don't got, they may not have shit to do with me. So you take a person who hasn't worked on that and they come talking to me, I'm going to automatically have a problem in that relationship because I'm sitting here willing to, to, I'm sitting here willing to be like, okay, yeah, maybe in this situation. But then when it becomes a situation when I'm talking to you, you can't ever admit when you wrong, you can't ever admit. like that's the type of shit to me that's truly toxic. Mm -hmm. Telling somebody what it is is not toxic. Exactly. I it's, tell like honesty is not toxic. That's what I'm saying, but a lot people, of people try to make that toxic. Oh yeah, they they, they try to make it seem like yeah. you know, like if you go check out my Instagram content, I'm very strategic. I post very uh shocking content. But uh a lot of people I posted on my story the other day, do do y'all think I would cheat? Like over 88% of people said that? yes, right? Yeah, of course. I beg to differ. You get what I'm saying? I say uh, a, a man of my stature is at least honest to tell you what I'm actually doing. So if I'm in a relationship, at least I'm going to be honest and tell you that then too as well. You get what I'm saying? A lot of people do what I'm doing on the weekends and will not post it is what I'm saying. Uh, and I'm at least honest about what's going on on I the believe, weekends. You I get believe, what I'm saying? I mean, that's why I say so much. It's, it's lit. But it's, it's, like, it's, it's, like, it's, it's like, like that. that. I can't, like, I'm not, I'm not going to not record it. What I'm saying, I believe it's so many people are liars, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, to be honest, we could go in. We had yeah, an episode. I think, it was, I think it was the last episode before this year in review. But I, we, we had an episode about relationships. And the biggest thing I was saying, most people are liars when it comes to the relationship they want. Mm -hmm. Like, it's, it's men and women out here. All they want to do is fuck. Yeah. They don't want to do nothing else. They don't want to hot slide in the relationship. They don't want to do none of that. Yeah. But because they're going to get judged for it, they don't want to say that. Yeah. Or they just too scared to take the rejection and say, hey, this is what I'm on. It's some people out here, they really want relationship. Mm -hmm. but they around all they, they want. But they around all their partners who they just running it up and they homegirls, they out here doing, they, they going through their whole phase, what they call it. Mm -hmm. They doing all this. And you not really on that shit, but you can't admit to yourself that, yeah, I don't really like to get out and party like that. I don't and really nothing's do. wrong. It's either way, yeah. there's nothing wrong with either one. Do, do it. Whatever but, you want to do. But we're so dishonest because we're looking at the people around us. And that's why I feel like, I actually agree with you. Exactly. I know it though, personally, because I've I, I dated before. I know what type of man I am. If I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. Well, I'm not, if, if, and if I'm not going to do it, I've I'm not going to do it. You get though. what I'm saying? I've seen you in a relationship. That's what I'm saying. I know. Yeah. I, I know, but I, it was just funny to well, see. People see all the aggressive shit. That's cool. They know you got options. So they would think, like, okay, obviously he going to cheat. Yeah. I honestly feel like the person who is most likely like to that. cheat. I can't date like that. I can't date no woman but thinking like that. that's what I'm saying about the work. What I just said about the work. Exact same <laughs> correlation, my brother. Because my thing is this. I feel like if, let's say, okay, let's take two men, for example. Let's take somebody who has a lot of options. You had a whole video on YouTube. You was talking about, I got hoes. Can we kill this? Yeah. Let's talk right, about a man the, with a lot of options. Yeah. He's um, had his fair share of women. So he's got a three-digit count as far as women he just slept with. Mm-hmm. Right? And... He's out here. He's like, okay, I'm about to meet this girl. I mean, I've connected with her. I like her. Mm -hmm. And he starts talking to her. Mm. I honestly feel like if he's going through a certain period of his life of growth, he's probably least likely to cheat. But mm -hmm. let's say he get around other women and his beautiful women, they trying to get him to cheat. He's seen it. Yeah. 
I mean, it's always another one. Yeah, but yeah. I'm saying he for him it's kind of like yeah. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. Is, yeah, yeah, I've been out here before. Yeah, but let's I say mean, now let's take a dude. He's had sex with two girls in his life. Mm-hmm. Rarely gets female attention. Then you the third girl he talked to. Maybe he didn't t- brought himself up a little bit. He's starting to get a little swag on. Him. Meets you, talks to you. Y'all get in a relationship. Serious, serious relationship. Then all of a sudden, six years later, he blows up in this yeah, multi-million he dollar man. He, he started going out to the club and all the girls around him and stuff like that. He, he ain't never pink. had the, he ain't never had this experience of all this female attention. <laughs> yeah, never. Not one time in his life has he had this attention. He gonna fuck something. I'm telling you. Guarantee. I guarantee you. Guarantee you. I'm willing to bet. I I, I, put, I mean, I bet the I put entire. My, I put, my, I put my Bitcoin money on this one right here. We can put all the of whole right thing, here. the whole everything thing in the account. I will bet it here, <laughs> because the thing is, that's what people don't understand that the people who there's so many people actually repressing themselves. Yeah, that's true. why I say this year I learned. This is why we people. love people who are being themselves, bro. We can't we can't get enough of Cardi B's. We can't get enough of. Uh, the, the the influencers who are just unapologetically themselves because I'm it's so, something so hard for us to do. Yeah. I was telling somebody last night, I was explaining to them how hypnosis works. They talk about hypnosis, sometimes you got to go first, right? Yeah. And I was telling them, to get people to be honest, it usually requires honesty from you first. Mm-hmm. The person who's not scared to be honest first usually invokes other people to be honest. Exactly. So the thing is, if I'm in a relationship, let's say, let's take that crude example, right? You walk up to a girl and say, Look, I, I ain't gonna lie to you. I think you're cute, but really, I'm just trying to have sex. That's now, pretty, a lot of people be like, aggressive. fuck no, right? Yeah. True enough. That's not gonna hit a lot. I, I understand. Never. But we're sharing an example, right? <laughs> exactly. Because they had an experiment. Somebody yeah, I know. You probably get one. It's... But what I'm saying is, that one person you get will be on, on your page. Exactly. But then you gotta head. think about what type of volume. Let's say you get one out of every 200. If you talk to enough people, shit, you'd have 10. You'd have 15. <laughs> you now, I'm not even saying you should do that. I'm not advocating <laughs> that. I don't want nobody to lead a podcast and be out there. Hey, look. All you doing. Like, 2021, hey, your whole hey, year was focused on that. Hey, don't wanna, do that. Don't what do you did? Hey, one. Fuck. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. Please what I'm saying is, that. but okay, let's, let's, let's tone it back some, right? Hey, I think you're attractive. I want to spend some time with you one-on-one. Yeah. Like, I think some girls will go for that. Some wouldn't. Yeah. Some might... Not fuck with it. But what I'm saying is, you would immediately invoke that person to be very honest with you. Exactly. And now it's no game playing. Yeah. Ain't no games. Because if you try to play some games with that, how could you play games? If you start playing games, be like, you know, never mind. You're not fucking with it. If they say no, thank you, which they have the right to do, you already know what it is. If they say, oh, yeah, I'm cool with that, well, we on the right track. And what I'm saying (laughs) is, we on the right track. What I'm saying is, but you because could even you go try. up to uh, you could probably even go up to somebody and say, "Hey, I'm trying to get married like tomorrow." I guarantee you, yeah, you find somebody. Yeah. Ma- do it. Matter of fact, a dude said that he went to a girl and told her, "You're gonna be my wife." I already know it. He married her. He married her two years later. Yeah. So I'm saying, whatever you into, whatever way you want to play this life, whatever relationships you want to build, you can do that shit, man. Because what I'm saying, what I've learned this year is when it comes to honesty and stuff like that, and then even being authentic. Not just in my words, but even my expression of myself. Mm-hmm. Even on this very podcast, we had an episode about authenticity. And the big thing I was saying is saying certain words, expressing yourself a certain way. A lot of that shit I wouldn't have done on the podcast before because I was trying to keep up this image that maybe my mother would have liked, that maybe my family would have liked. But at the end of the day, shit, I'm going to be living in my house 
I'm gonna have whatever girl I end up talking to. I'm gonna have the family I end up having around me, and I gotta deal with that shit. Yeah. I'm not about to marry a woman because my mom thinks I don't give a fuck if my mom likes the girl I talk to. Mm-hmm. I, I like, that might be contradictory to what a lot of y'all feel. Mm-hmm. But the truth is, if she bad for me, but my mom love her, fuck her. Is she good for me, but my mom doesn't love her? Fuck what my mama talking about. Because the reality of it is, once again, strong boundaries. As a man, I feel like, hey, I'm going my direction, and that's what it is. I take counsel from people that I respect and I believe in, but some people make decisions based on their life and what they see for you. I remember, and I love my mama to death, but I got to say this shit. She said, why don't you just say, why, do you, why don't you stop saying you're a college dropout and say, you know, you just had, I said, nah, because that shit's not authentic to me. Yeah, I'm a college dropout. I don't give a fuck if you feel some type of way because I said that. If somebody said, oh, I don't like that he said he a college dropout. Bye. Mm-hmm. Shit. What you want me to do? I did it. That's what happened. That's what I'm saying. So my whole point is, but that's the type of shit that people will do to try to get you to diminish yourself. And I feel like that's really the biggest thing. Like, the lessons I've learned, like I said, is emotional. And I know we probably close now. So. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess I'll say this last thing. Time of execution. Oh, yeah. This is, like, I know, because we, I know we could do this one for three hours. But time of execution, time time of execution, I think, is another big thing I've learned. Like, I realized that one thing I respect about me and you is that it ain't been shit that we didn't say that we ain't done. You can go back through this fucking mama's house and pin out, unless we was joking about some shit. Everything we talked about in this motherfucker we've done has come out. We've actually done it. We executed on it. But I realize now it's about the speed. Yeah, yeah. It's about not just getting it. If I say I'm gonna do it, not getting it done four months from now. How can I get that done in one month from now, a couple of weeks from now, a couple of days? Well, I mean, if it's a project that of takes course, time, whatever. But I get what you're saying. Hell like, yeah, anything. But I think that's the biggest thing because we miss so many opportunities because we're procrastinating, we bullshit, and you got more time. And that goes down to all these things working together, whether it's balance, whether it's okay, I put in this much time that allows me to get all this work done. Delegation, outsourcing, no matter what it is. Because the biggest thing is, I'm pretty sure if you're watching our show, you want to create a future where you're in control. You want to build an enterprise. You want to have more time for recreation. Alux, great channel. It's right up there with VYBO. Vibrate higher. They said one characteristic of rich people is the more time you have, the richer you feel. Yes, sir. And I feel like that's something we all striving to do. Mm-hmm. We're all striving to do what we love, um, have purpose and create some type of dent impact in this world, but also have time to do the other stuff we enjoy, whether that's hanging with friends, playing this Pac-Man machine back here. Oh, man. Whatever it is, I want to have time to do those things also and not be bogged down by, goddamn, like, I'm working 79 hours a week. Here. That's no fun. Like, that's not that's not it. I've done it's it. It's no fun at all. I've done it. I've done a week where I've worked 100 hours. I've done it two, three weeks in a row where I've worked 100 hours. Not fun. And it was not, it was the least enjoyable time ever for me. Hmm. I still enjoyed what I was doing, so I was never completely unhappy, but I was just exhausted all the time. I didn't want to do anything. So I kind of think that the speed of execution is key in order to accomplish things you want. It's kind of things I've learned. Just to kind of recap some of the stuff we talked about, if I can remember mine, because we're going off the top of my head. Big thing, thing this year for me was emotions. Another big thing, like you said, was organization, mm-hmm. uh, setting strong boundaries, something we learned this year, and the speed of execution. And within there was a lot of other spr- stuff sprinkled in there. But I kind of yeah. think that was the four big themes that we kind of talked about 
I think that's pretty good encapsulation for the year. So for me, for me, I would say, uh, huh, I can't, I can't put four, I can't put four minds together. And I said organization, emotions. That was I, I learned. Well, no, no, I was saying all of them. Well, well, yeah, I was mine was mixed in there too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but just overall, just huh, spiritual, spiritual. See, like I mean, like yeah. ah, just overall. Bubbling yourself around great people and just working on yourself. Like that's what 2020 was for me. And and, and 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 really just digging into my brain and just um, oh. being able to construct that motherfucker. Like make it do what I say. I like make it think what I want. Make it do because I'm in control of this shit. You know what I'm saying? That's what 2020 was for me. I can't believe like, I missed that. You know what I'm saying? Like and then getting we got, around the right people. That was heavier telling you but then it, but, it, your but it starts with the reconstruction of your brain because yeah. the right people won't ever even you won't notice they even there because you're in a negative mind space so it's like step one is like creating your you know what i'm saying just creating that 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 that, that mental gym Ecosystem. in your head and yeah just to get it going in your brain to where you can start constructing that and just attacking it from there because after that I mean, the sky's the limit. You can, like, once you figure out, it's like a little, like David, David said, he said, I can't uh, the, uh, the forest guy, he said, like, once you figure it out, then you're like, oh, that's all it is. All, all you're telling me <laughs> is sounds so lame. And you're going to hear this, you're going to hear this here, and then you're probably not going to believe it. You're going to keep hearing it, then you're going to believe yep. it one day. Then you're going to be like, I remember that, right? It's the dude in that country crowd I was talking about. All you got to do is just believe. And then after that, just keep going forward. No matter what the risk is, you just take it. Fuck it. If you fail, if this is how I feel. If I fail doing some shit that I took a risk on and people stopped fucking with me, they wasn't fucking with me in the first place. So exactly. to hell with them anyway. You get what I'm saying? I need some new friends from the first place. Because y'all, <laughs> fuck, you fuck telling y'all me all, I, all it took was for me to fuck up one time and y'all don't like me? Like, okay, yeah, I fucked up. People fuck up. That's what happens. Okay. Like so, you okay, all right? I need new friends in the first place, so that's how I look at it. So if you if you take an L in the midst of this, <laughs> and think about it, like you take L's playing sports, like your 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 high school friends should still be there when you get there. They should pump you up. They should they should tap you. Like come on, man, you know that was that was a good L. You still snagged on old buddy. Yeah, exactly. I, you know you gotta have friends like that. You he dunked get, on your ass though. You know, yeah, he dunked. Yeah, y'all lost, but you know, I you still know. fuck with you, but you got yeah, you, got you know, you, you gotta be like that, man. I guess twenty twenty was was that for me, man. You know what I mean? So I guess you wanna uh, you wanna tell him you want you, you, you want me to go first? Or yeah, you, you right can now? take okay, him. Shit, I, I, I will say this before you take him out. Okay, because I just do want to touch on that last thing. I know this episode we talked a lot about, it, but getting around the right people, but. Even what you said after that about your internal world, mm-hmm. like working on yourself, because I was listening to a book, How to Prosper in Hard Times. I'm yeah. telling you about it. It's like a mixtape of books. It's like seven of the best success books ever. And one thing they talked about there is that everything that's created out externally starts internally. And that's it's the fact. work that's in here. So it's like, if you around hating on other people, that's because you feel that in yourself. If you around talking down on other people, because that's because you feel it in yourself. And once you start really believing that there's good people out here who want to help you, want to be a part of your journey, it's not even necessarily you're going to have to look a lot of places. Sometimes them people are going to be right around the camp that you and have right, right now. Right there. It's just you've been focusing on these people because that's the mindset you've been in. You might have been in building relationships based on vanity. This person has a bunch of followers. They're famous. They look good. Whereas then when you start building based on more genuine traits, 
as far as this person has good morals and value. They're somebody who's reliable. They're a person that I can count on. They're a good friend. They care about me. They care about who I am. Then you'll find that those people are all over. It's yeah, just yeah. your lens has been different. So if you're focusing on those things in yourself, you're going to automatically see those things reflected in the other people. Yeah. And that's kind of what, when you're saying the internal work first and then getting around the right circle. I just, I just had to piggyback on that because that shit was a huge lesson for me this year too. Mm-hmm. And doubling down on the people I know for sure fuck with us and not the people who kind of fuck with us because they see us doing nice shit. But with that bitch, you, you, you want to give them your final thought? Yeah, well, I gave them mine. I'm going to just go ahead and give them, uh, the, give, them, give them what they got for a poke chop. You know what I'm saying? Countrycowboy.com uh, is where you need to go. You need to run over there and get everything that you need. You know what I'm saying? It's your, that, 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 that web domain, that place right there is just a place filled with knowledge and entertainment, okay? You just need to go there and get it. You need to get everything that's on there. You know what I'm saying? My YouTube channel is available on there. Um, the premiere has been done um, at this time, I believe. Yeah. Cut that out. <laughs> we'll figure it out. My bad. But uh, look, we'll figure it out. I don't know. I'm leaving it. Oh, you goddamn it. They'll be all right. Uh, yeah. Um, just go to countrycowboy.com. You know, the influencers are still selling like hotcakes. Shout out to everybody who purchased the influence. I love y'all. I mean, I got so many hot reviews. Shout out to everybody who watched it. Oh, man. For, seriously. You who know what I'm saying? Country Cowboy. That was an amazing premiere, man. For real, for real. See, man, I can't. I don't know. Look, listen. Just go to countrycowboy.com right now so you can get the influencer. Like I said, New Year, New it, You. It, new, new Year, New Me is going down over there, man. The influence is selling like hotcakes. Everybody who purchased it, man, I really appreciate y'all for, uh, you know what I'm saying, supporting and just putting stuff. Um, I mean, putting put, putting the right knowledge into your brain. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I got a lot of reviews on the influence. A lot of people saying, man, this is the most well-produced course mm. I've ever seen. It's so filled with knowledge and you know, a lot of people read the success principles, so they just appreciated the fact that we made it just like that. You know what I'm saying? With the 17 um, principles that you need. Immutable laws. Exactly. The immutable laws of influence that you need to, uh, you know what I'm saying, create influence around your your, 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 your your social circle, your family, social media, everything. This is the old ancient knowledge that everybody who ever reached any level of exactly any any mask any crazy level of influence i'm telling you they knew this so grab the influencer it is as inexpensive as a pair of pants okay 17 bucks right now right now you need to go get it i'm telling you right now go get it right now go get it 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 right now go get it okay you need to go get it run and go get it go jump and go get it it's 2021 so just use this as something you're gonna do in the new Please, you need new information. Seriously, seriously, we give it away for cheap. Okay, I don't even like using that word. Go get it. I hate that word. Go get it. I'm telling you, the knowledge needs to get inserted into your brain. I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you, you don't download some new knowledge into your brain right now. Something you, it's just like a garden. They say if you don't put water in, it's gonna be weeds everywhere. Weeds everywhere. Overgrown. It's gonna be bad. Go, go get that influence. I promise, go get that. That being said, Princeton Hicks on everything. P-R-I-N-S-T-O-N-H-I-C-K-S. I'm back on YouTube, finally. Yes. Man, it took long. And um, I'm actually on some of your, your stuff. We got the uh, Chick Crack. Chick Crack. crack. Um, definitely go check me out over there. You can, you're can going to definitely see a different uh, side of me. But I like to do it like that. They're coming out. They're coming out on Yeah. But, um, yeah, so Princeton Hicks on everything. But also, go get How to Start a Business in 30 Days. The new year is starting right now. So everybody's talking about they want to start a business. This is the perfect time to really take it serious this year. 
I know that you might have been thinking about doing it all year, but this is finally the time to start the year fresh, get some new knowledge in you, and then work through that. Of course, you know, if you want to work with me personally, I also do some private consultations, coaching, all that type of stuff. You can get on that, but definitely go get how to start a business in 30 days. This is the most comprehensive business course that has been created. It's 50 plus videos, everything that you can think of about business, from creating your idea, organizing it, mm. learning how to outsource, everything's in there. And we even got some bonuses in there. Like I got my boy House Buying Brian on there. He mm -hmm. actually teach you how to get started in real estate. Wholesaling, which is a way to do real estate with zero money. You don't have to have any money to get into real estate. Wholesaling. Mm. They talk about that in there. I got a lot of stuff like that in there. And in 2021, we're going to be extending how to start a business in 30 days. So right now, if you get it at the price it is right now, mm -hmm. before we add all the new modules and stuff, we're going to add all the, money, the extra money-making modules and stuff that we've learned. You before we that. add that stuff, you're going to get grandfathered in and get all that stuff with whatever price it is right now. But don't come back a couple couple months later. It costs three $400, and you like, man, I could have got it. Back when it was only thirty, sub forty dollars. I heard about it. I heard about it back then. I didn't take no yeah. action. I didn't so take no what do we just talk about? We just, just talk about that episode. Take a taking risk, and it's not yeah. even a risk because the information is information. It really just goes down to how you gonna apply. Go to how to start a business in thirty days dot com. That's literally the domain, which is how to start a business in thirty days dot com, and you can go pick up a copy right now. It's gonna have everything you need in that thing. That thing there is gonna have your business cooking. It's what we use. To, mm -hmm. to grow the business. It's what I use to go from sleeping in my mother's house. And with that being said, it's been a great year. Welcome to 2021. If you're watching this in 2021, 2020 was a crazy year. And we're going to just keep prospering. We're going to keep giving you the information to help you create a future where you're in control. You got anything else to say to him, D? Sarate, motherfucker. Open my eyes, I see them snakes in the sky Saying that they down the ride, really they down for the ride Really they down for a piece of my pie Look in my eyes, you can see that I'm tired Look at my ties, you can see I got drive All these emotions, I put them aside All this potential, I bring it to life I look them dead in the eyes Cause I really want it, and I'm really working And I'm really stressing now because I'm nervous